And hello, all you wrestling fans out there. This is JD coming at you. The fabulous one, simply known as Frank, is with me. And incident from over the weekend, the uh, the marvelous one has returned. And uh, uh, Frank was with me when we were at the Warrior Show this past Saturday, and um, Matt was attacked in the parking lot. Right, Frank? Yeah. That's a shame, well, but uh, we were worried about him the whole time. Yes, yes, we were we were doing the program, and uh, we got word. It wasn't like Matt not to show up. We got word about through the first match that uh, th- there was an incident. He he was attacked. We didn't have any information. We had nothing. And then uh, it was uh, about uh, forty minutes later, we got word from Matt himself that he was in the ER. Now Matt is here back with us tonight. He is out of the hospital. Uh, uh, welcome back, Matt. This is tragedy. What happened? Uh, th- thanks, guys. Uh, you know, but before we start talking about me, just real quick uh, for those of you listening, on six foot nine, uh, Aloisa, the ex uh, NXT um, rookie, if you will, but she'll be coming on shortly. But yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not sure what happened. Um, I showed up to the event at uh, at the Warriors event Saturday evening, and um, you know, got out of my car. I, I heard sound like somebody yelled, "Here's, there's the marvelous one," and um, I just uh, it, next thing I knew, I was getting right. the crap beat out of me pretty much. Um, I uh, I broke my arm. Had my arm broken. Um, my face, uh, as you can see, I have uh, face, facial bruising. Uh, my eyes are pretty puffy. Yes. Um, my neck's pretty messed up and everything. But uh, yeah, I, I, I did actually. Before I blacked out, I, I, I tried there, and I, I just saw, you know, saw somebody in this coat like wearing like a black coat or something and looked like it almost looked like blonde hair um so again and then next thing you know i woke up and uh i was in the hospital but uh i i see we have our guest on the line right now so uh uh, real real quick matt it it is nice that you made it through it and um i'm I'm speculating and frank uh, agrees with me that it was the vsn who uh who did this but we we are going to get to the bottom of this. So, but it's good to have you back. So. Good that you're okay. So, uh and uh let's let's continue, shall we? Let's get on with the show. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on the line right now, you know her as the 6 foot 9 Aloisa, the ex WWE NXT rookie. Aloisa, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Aloisa? We want to thank scheduled to join us on Ring the Bell Radio. Awesome, yeah. Uh, just to let you know, I'm driving and it's raining, so. Okay, well, well, you be careful <laughs> while you're driving, please. <laughs> no accidents, no accidents. No, okay, yeah. hands, hands, oh, well, there you go, there you go. Yep. Well, we, we just want to thank you once again for coming on our show in the pouring down rain while you're driving, and uh, I, I really feel honored <laughs> that you're doing that. Yeah, not a problem, but, uh, not a problem. The, uh, the, the first question, I guess, uh, you know, the, the standard question for, for everybody in the wrestling business, 
How did you get into wrestling? Well, how I got into wrestling was I was working a trade show um, down in Miami, and I came in contact with these guys that basically owned and operated CCW, which is Coastal Championship Wrestling, which is Jimmy Snuka's school down here in Fort Lauderdale. Anyway, um, I started going to their training school uh, probably like three times a week, and that is how I got involved. Oh, okay. Wow. So, uh, so pretty much just just doing the training and everything, finding a local wrestling school, and you know, kind of going from there. Right. Right. Now, now was no. wrestling so- something that you have loved your whole entire life, or you know, what 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 drew you to wrestling? Well, when I was twelve, my cousin turned me on to watching SmackDown um, on Friday night. It was around the area or era of uh, DX, Chris Jericho, China, The Undertaker, all the jazz. And uh, I just remember how entertaining it was for me as a, as a child, you know. And then as I grew older, because I was so tall at such a young age, uh, basketball was just shoved down my throat. So as soon as right. I realized basketball didn't make me happy, what, what could I do that would make me happy? Um, I thought about, you know, basketball. Back then, when I when I had seen all these idols, basically like China was a, was a very good role model for an example. Um, as I was growing up, and I remember thinking it's very unique. You don't see any other tall women like me out there doing wrestling or sports entertainment. Period. You know, you just everybody expects me to play basketball. Well, no, I'm going to do what I want to do, and I'm going to be happy. And that's why I got into wrestling. And it, it's really been quite the journey. No, <laughs> it's sure, been a sure. Right, right, exactly. Now, after you started uh, in uh, Superfly's uh, wrestling school, uh, now how long was it until the WWE scouts or the FCW you to where they were able to make a deal uh, to get you into the developmental area for WWE? Well, I had a tryout about eight months into my training, and I had another right. tryout. Um, about 10 months after that. So, you know, a year and a half, basically, until I was signed from from starting. But I, no. I basically missed the fundamentals. Like, I started training, and then they wanted to throw me on the shows and stuff. So I kind of missed out on learning how to bump and learning all sorts of stuff. I just did, like, giant stuff, you know. So now right. I'm more on, on learning the fundamentals. So basically, it was just let's let's get in here. Uh, let's okay. You can learn how to throw a punch or a kick, and but we want to get you on TV. Yeah, that was like what exactly what they wanted to do. We wanted to get you up there and try to get you to. Oh, here we are. Here's our new wrestler. Right. Right. Now, okay. now, now, kind of going back to your uh, to your childhood. Um, if you will, I mean, obviously you're tall. You're six foot nine. There's not many six foot nine women out there. <laughs> no, there aren't. And this I may sound like a stupid. This may sound like a stupid question, but were like from the moment you were born, you know, growing up, were you always, you know, that much taller than you know all the kids your age, or did it just like overnight, you know, you turn ten and overnight you just took off? Uh, it's kind of both. I, I was always tall. Like, I was 24 inches at first, you know, 12 pounds. I've always been, like, <laughs> enormous. 
<laughs> right. Um, anyway, I feel sorry. Not for in a bad mother. way, though. Not in a bad way. Oh no, of course not. Of course not. In a very good way. But um, but my mom, she used to get accused of, you know, because I looked older because I was I was bigger than the normal, you know, kid that was my age. So my mom would get accused of like, uh, what's it called, Munchausen disease, because she would like be pushing me in a stroller. And people are like, right. dude, that kid's like nine years old, you know, that kid should be walking. And she's like, no, she's like, two. <laughs> so it's like a little bit ridiculous. Like my mom tells me stories sometimes, and I'm like, God, I'm sorry I put you through that. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But also when I was, uh, I was six foot by the age of nine, and then I was six foot nine by the age of 13. Wow. Holy cow. Well, I was six seven, yeah. So I basically stopped growing at thirteen. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Yeah, it's uh I, I I went online today and watched a couple of your matches on YouTube against some you know, some local competitors, women. It it's just unbelievable the height difference. I just it it's wow. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um now, you know, growing up, uh, you got into wrestling during the SmackDown era. Who who were some of the people that you did? I know you mentioned China. Were there any other, uh, you know, male or female wrestlers that you kind of looked up to and um, wanted I to? I don't look up to anybody. I, I don't look up to anybody. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Um, well, Get it right, yeah. Marv. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no I, I definitely – Looked up to, uh, still do, Chris Jericho and The Undertaker. Oh, okay. Uh, Chris Jericho, I mean, I've never been a performer. I've watched wrestling my whole entire life. Uh, and Chris Jericho is by far my favorite. Um, not that you care or anything, but I just think that's pretty cool that you think he is too. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to share a common interest. Yeah, there you go. You have it right there. Um now, let's get into it. Let's talk about your journey, short-lived or, you know, whatever, being called up from FCW to WWE for NXT. Um, I think everybody that watched NXT saw the promo that you're, uh, you're meant, um, you know, ran, announcing that you were going to be coming up. And then uh, you never appeared. Next thing you know, you're checking the Internet, and you were off of NXT. And then a few days later, it, you know, the rumors are out there. You got fired and all this other stuff. So, so here's your chance. I know you've done it a few other places, but clear the air. Kind of take us from the start to the end of the, the whole, you know, thing and, you know, go into as much or as little detail as you would like to. All right. Well, late at night, um, in mid-August, I had gotten a call, and they had wanted me to come out the next day to have a two-day tryout because I had prior arrangements that I couldn't break for the weekend. Um, I went out there. Sunday, I got a call flying. I was in Atlanta. I was going from Philadelphia to Atlanta, and uh, I was offered the contract. You know, knowing at that point when they had offered the contract that I would be on NXT, I would be the sixth and final Diva rookie. So um, I, I knew right off the bat that I was going to be on TV. And 
course, when I was pulled from TV, it was a very disappointing feeling. I mean, I I couldn't describe it any other way. If you've ever had that punch in the stomach, deep down disappointment, that you don't know why you're disappointed. You just know that you you feel like somehow you've disappointed yourself, and you feel like you had this opportunity, and somehow it slipped. You don't know why it slipped. You don't know what happened. And then the next day you wake up, and there are just like, uh, fleeting rumors, just like chaos, like a tornado full of just chaos set on fire, spreading throughout the internet. <laughs> it's right. Just, it's just a crazy, crazy thought, you know. I never thought that I would be politically involved in such a ridiculous claim. And uh, luckily, you know, I was able to post a blog and a lot of people sided with me and a lot of I, I grew a fan base overnight technically um, it was just amazing to have so much support from viewers and from fans and, and to know that people believe in my talent and they're willing to see me to the next goal right right and you know it, it was kind of ironic on, on our part because you know the, the story came out that WWE was looking at bringing up this six foot nine, you know, soon to be diva, and uh, we we posted that story on our website, and uh, myself and JD, myself and JD, my co-host, we you know we were pretty excited. We saw some pictures of you. We we're like, holy cow, this is gonna divas, you know, need in the WWE. And then, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, she's going to be on NXT. And then next thing you know, wake up the next morning, you're like, nope, she's not. Something happened. And I was, I, yeah, I, I think honestly, it was the next day. yeah, yeah, I was honestly yeah, disappointed. Like that, uh, honestly you know, disappointed. It's very, it's very disappointing, even as a performer. But I bet it was even more disappointing for the fans. I mean, and that's what disappointed me more than anything, is knowing that the fans would take it way harder than I would, because I know that working in the entertainment business, you have it one day and you don't the next. So you have to live it to the fullest and prove yourself every single day. You know, you have to right. give 110% every single day, because you never know when it's going to go. They're a business, you know, that's how they operate. I don't know if it was right, I don't know if it was wrong, I don't know why it happened, I just know that it was their choice. You know, they, they are a business. They can fire and hire whomever they please. And what am I going to do about it? I enjoy the ride while it's there. Right. You now, can squash them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think actually, I think she could actually take some of the men on and they wouldn't even have a chance, you, you know. But, uh, no, they wouldn't. But, um, but, anyway, but no, no. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, with you just saying how... WWE, they could hire and fire. It's a business. But if they were to call you tomorrow, next week, or even uh, three minutes from now and said, we want you back, would you go? That's the question. Like I've said multiple times now, it, it would depend, just like with any other corporation, it would depend on what I have going on, uh, depend on what they're offering, and it would depend, you know, where I'm going in my career. If they call back and I don't have really anything going on. You know, I don't have any other contracts or anything like that. Sure, there's no animosity between WWE and myself. Because like you said, it's a business, so they just look at it from a business standpoint. It's not personal, you know. It's just a business. That's a lot of people. They think 
honestly, sports entertainment is like a soap opera. You know, you have a soap opera with a little bit of, like, hitting and fighting and kicking. <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, kicking butt, you know, the good guys, the bad guys, the, the drama, it's great. You know, it sucks people in. And a lot of people have a hard time separating real life from business. And Right. Sure. Great, great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, one of our other hosts, uh, Frank, is on the air, and he really hasn't said too much of anything. Uh, Frank, one, <laughs> are you still with us? Two, are you awestruck because we're talking to Aloisa? Or, you know, do you have anything you would like to add? I have to admit, guys, I'm a little intimidated, but listening to her talk, she seems very, very calm and very sweet, so... I'm glad you're like that because I was a little nervous, you know, going to be on the air with you. Um, yeah, everybody and, says that. Everybody is like, oh, we didn't think you would sound like that. We didn't think that you would be, you know, so calm. Well, what did you guys think I was going to be? Come on here and just be ripping it like monster yes. <laughs> <laughs> Frank just Frank said yes. Frank says yes. <laughs> So, Frank, do you have any questions for Aloisa? Ma'am, I just think, and I stress ma'am, believe me, I, I don't want to start anything, but I don't think you're any competition for female wrestlers. I think you can very well, you know, be up there with the China IC belt, no problem. I, I, I would bet my money to see you even win the world championship belt, to tell you the truth. So I hope you keep pursuing wrestling, and uh, I, I know you're going to be successful. Of course I will. I mean... <laughs> the right attitude. Or <laughs> Now, now Frank actually touched on something, uh, you know, he he brought up how China wrestled for the uh for the Intercontinental title. Um actually right. held it, which up until that point it was, you know, a men only type deal. Um should you get back into WWE or, you know, should TNA give you a call? You know, would you be happy just wrestling the the Divas or the Knockouts or is that something where you would say, you know what? I want to go ahead and I want to take on all comers, men, women, midgets, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll take them all on. Midgets? <laughs> I'll take anything on. Come on. Right. <laughs> I, I got a fantasy match already. Oh, oh yeah. Well, okay, you, have, you have to let her know about the fantasy matches first. Well, no, 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 yes. no. I have a Aloisa fantasy match that I'd like to see already. I just came up with it. Oh, okay. Right. Go ahead. I could just picture it right now. It's Aloisa. Versus Awesome Kong. Yeah, like, wow. That's not just yours that you just came up with. Like, I'm pretty sure I had that when I first saw Awesome Kong. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm legit. Of it right now. <laughs> now, <laughs> Aloisa, we have a I few try. people in our chat room right now that uh, are typing in with some questions. Um, I'll just fire them off at you, and uh, you can answer them if you would like. One, uh, they want to know what Vicky Guerrero is like behind the scenes, if you ever did get a chance to meet her. I didn't personally get a chance to work with her, no, but I hear it. She's very sweet. She has a lot of knowledge. Okay. Uh, the next okay. question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, J.D. Oh, oh, oh. Now, would you beat up The Miz if given the chance from, comes up from our Canadian listener? Depends on what the storyline is, but... 
<laughs> That's what I like to hear because I don't care for him too much, you know. I say you just go find him and just beat him up anyway. I mean, anybody can beat him up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. So is the point. <laughs> right, right. Right. <laughs> and then uh, another listener question is, have you ever met Awesome Kong? No, I have not met Awesome Kong. Um, I do hear that she is very, very kind, though, and she is very knowledgeable also. So I think a match with her and I would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe if anybody out there is listening that has some power, maybe they could get the match together. And uh, I know I'd be the first one there to see it. I'd make it happen. Visit isisamazon.com backslash hire. Make it happen. All right. There's a there's a plug for you. Yeah. yeah. Now what what was your uh, what was your website again? Go ahead and give that out. www.isisamazon.com backslash hire. Okay. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. With yeah. you not being on NXT this season, um, are you still watching it? Yeah, I've watched a few episodes. I've been a little busy lately. Like this week, I've been very, very busy, so I haven't had a chance. But uh, I've seen it, yeah. Okay. So since you have seen it, are you kind of glad that you aren't on it? Well, let me tell you this. The show would be a lot different if I were on it. And... You know, that's just where I'm going to leave it. Okay. All right. I, I would agree with you on that. Um, you know, it's, it's I don't know. It, being a, a female wrestler, um, I don't know if this is just the way it is in WWE or what, but it always seems like you ladies kind of get the short end um, of the stick whenever it comes to wrestling, um, whether it comes to match time, whether it comes to, you know, the exposure factor, um, and just, you know, do you think if you were in the WWE, I don't want to say, uh, you know, mistreat the Divas because people get the wrong concept, but as far as the wrestling matches go, do you think that you would be happy, you know, having limited TV time and everything, or what are your feelings about that? My feelings is that I'm not the average Diva. I'm not the average knockout. I'm not the average girl. I am limitless. You understand? I don't have restrictions. I am my own entity. Therefore, I get whatever the company thinks that I need and whatever will benefit them. And do you really think, you know, just a couple of seconds, like a normal diva, if they treated me just like a normal diva or a normal knockout, do you think that that would really get over with the fans, that that would sell? Do you think that that would be a wise business decision? I'm just letting you know. I, I am not the average girl, and therefore I will not be treated like the average girl. Very, very, very uh, convincing response, and uh, guess what, man? On that, what's that, JD? We we it's almost time for the fantasy matchup, but first we got to take a commercial. So we will be right back here on Ring Hang with Radio. us, Yes, just, I was going to say, we'll be right back, so just kind of hang on the line, and we shall be right back. 
You gotta love new WWF figures with real wrestling action. Take the Snake Roberts versus the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. DiBiase lands a million dollar punch. Match Hulk Hogan against the Macho King, Randy Savage. Yeah, I almost missed the Hogan, guaranteed. Hogan slams him again. Match Andre the Giant against the Ultimate Warrior. Andre will squash the Ultimate Warrior. WWF figures so close to the real thing, it's like being in the ring. Oh, yes, this is Paul Bear. You're listening to Matt. And J.D. on Ring the Bell. Oh, Ring It Loud. And we are That's, back, Matt. How's your Oh, working? yes. This what? is Paul. What? what? Quit What's hitting the wrong on? buttons. <laughs> you got a long First class show radio. we have going on here. First class show. <laughs> and yes, oh, yeah. that was. <laughs> oh, great. That was Paul Bear giving the intro. Um, in case you missed it, Paul Bear did make his long-awaited return to WWE SmackDown this past Friday night. Now, we are on the phone. You've tell Frank to quit quit playing with the buttons. I know. Frank's always getting us into trouble. But once again, we we are on the phone with Aloisa. So, J.D., if if you want to introduce this next uh, segment to our show and uh, just go from there. Yes, yes. Now, Miss Aloisa, this is something we like to call the fantasy matchup. A Please call me Isis. Isis, okay. Isis, we, we will call oh, you Isis. okay, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, Miss Isis. I'm assuming my identity. I'm taking it back, baby. No more Halloween. All right. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but anyway, we call this the fantasy matchup where we take a superstar of today and we put them up against a superstar of yesteryear and we want you to briefly tell us who would win and why. So, uh, Matt, I think I'll take the first one here, so. Our first matchup for you is Sheamus versus Bruno San Martino. Who would win and why? Sheamus, because he's so over right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, did you hear that, Matt? I, I did hear that, and I'm going to have to take offense to that because I'm actually related to Bruno San Martino. So uh, oh, that was sorry. totally the wrong answer. <laughs> Just business. You don't think I appreciate the old school? They teach you a lot. All right, exactly. Yeah, listen, exactly. To, listen to ISIS, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm I am sorry. I'm going to take off my sneaker, man. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, now uh, for, for the next match, we have the Iron Sheik versus John Morrison. And John I, Morrison. I have no. Okay, John Morrison, really? why? Awesome. He's so acrobatic and so inventive. He does park, parkour, is how it's called. It's awesome. Par- parkour. Parkour, yeah. parkour. Yeah. Yeah, hardcore yeah, parkour. parkour. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I have to disagree. I really have to disagree with that. I think the sheep. Well, I yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm not really going to try to get into an argument with you right now. You could do bad things to me, so I'm not going to get oh, yeah. you. Just let me say yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> we could post that to okay, our website. Okay. That'd be great. Okay, JD, you got the next one. Okay, the next one is. I think I'm already going to know the answer to this one, but it's Killer Kowalski versus The Undertaker. Yeah, The Undertaker. What are you expecting me to say? Like The Undertaker's 
That's why I said I, I think I knew the answer already. So Right. I mean, you know, earlier in the show, she reveals her two favorite wrestlers were Undertaker and Chris Jericho. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't expect the answer to be any different. And now the the last the last fantasy matchup. Just for the record, I don't like what they did with Chris Jericho's character of late. So, oh, I love it. What do you think, Isis? Do you like what? Which Chris Jericho do you like? Do you like the now more like serious? I like Y2J. I don't like the boo boo face. Right. I mean, oh really? My preference. But what I do like is that he changed his appearance, like. As he was younger, he had facial hair, he had long hair, you know. Now he's older, he has, like, cut his hair, and he has, he's, like, clean-shaven. So he basically looks the same age, but he has a different character. And to me, that's, that's much more compelling when you're able to get over with he, – he has, like, a lot of, you know, he's had, like, a lot of heat ever since he started doing that. When was that? Probably about a year or two ago, right? He started really – About, about two years ago, yeah. Yeah, about a year ago. And – uh but when he was white to Jay, he was like, oh, so cute. You know, he's just a cute, cute boy next door. But now that he's defined himself, it really goes to show how someone can, can evolve throughout their career. And it makes it more interesting to me and as a character. Oh, right. And, and the same can be said, too, about The Undertaker. I mean... You know, yeah. we saw whenever he was brought in, he, you know, the, the, the old school Undertaker, which to me, I will always, that was my favorite one. Um, and then, you know, yes. throughout the years, they, they transformed or transfigured his, uh, his character to represent different things, but still at the root was the Undertaker. Yeah, and that, people were scared of him, man. I, I remember people would cry, like kids would cry, you know, scared, scared of him. I had nightmares. I had nightmares whenever he first yeah. came in. I was like, oh, especially, cool. <laughs> you were, you were crying especially when he was bringing the body back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's so believable. And now uh, the, the, the last match, last fantasy match, and I think I know the answer to this one, too, uh, to get back to the fantasy matches, Isis versus Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> well, there you go. Totally See, not the response I was looking cheat. for. What? I know. You, you couldn't even pick yourself? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> At least give yourself the win with, like, the chair or something like that, you know? No, I oh. said definitely. It's too easy. It's too easy. I don't want to. Just too easy. Vicky Guerrero, her character is a gimmick, all right? I'm a giant. I destroy things. I am just. I leave a wake of destruction wherever I go, all right? There's no challenge there. you got to make it interesting. Why would I take myself? Now, uh, Miss Isis, now, is there any um, upcoming events or wrestling shows or anything you'd like to plug uh, to let our listeners know where they could uh, come out and see you? Yes, sir. I have my first confirmed date that I just got a couple of days ago, um, the LOTR um, Legends of the Ring in New Jersey, October 15th through 17th, and I will be there. you got to come see me in person. It is quite the experience. <laughs> I can only imagine it would be. And uh, we got a, we got a couple uh, couple good promotions up here in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Maybe uh, 
maybe myself, JD, and the fabulous one can uh, kind of try to get you up here for an event and, uh, you know, finally get get not really face-to-face. I think we'd have to stand on each other's shoulders to see you face-to-face, but you know what I mean. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 talk to our connections and see if we can get her up here with Far North Wrestling or NWA East. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really, that'd be really, great. That'd be great. I got a great I got a great fantasy match, real quick, guys. Isis, oh, sitting or sleeping in a chair with one arm tied behind her back, versus our host JD and Matt. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. I get this going over. We'll set it up. <laughs> you. You, 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 you know Matt's boy? injured. What was that? Can I be sitting in a lazy boy though? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, jeez. See, that, yeah, that would be unfair because Matt's injured right now, and and I would just run away. <laughs> That's I got my right. Well. Gentlemen, Isis, we we want to thank you once again for uh, for taking time out of your schedule to come on to our show. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it too. Hope it wasn't too uh, too terrible for you. Hey, it was fun. It's always fun. Always a fun. All time. right, excellent. And uh, hopefully we can have you back again sometime in the uh, in the near future once you make it up to uh, WWE or TNA, and. Uh, we we can have you back on the show to talk about that experience. But uh, once again, just for everybody listening, why don't you go ahead and uh, let everybody know about your website? Our website is www.isisamazon.com backslash hire, H-I-R-E, you know, obviously. If you'd like to book me for an event, that's where you go. All right. Excellent. Isis, uh, this is... Matt, also known as the Marvelous One, I want to thank you for, uh, again, coming on our show. Uh, Frank and JD, any last words for ISIS? No, I'd just like to say thank you. And, yeah, I hope we can have you back on in the uh, quite near future. So, awesome. Thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. Good luck, ISIS. You're probably um, going to change the way wrestling is because I think you're going to move mountains. So good luck to you. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. And you know what? Just remember this. My potential is limitless. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you've been listening to Ring the Bell Radio. Isis was kind enough to come on to our show. Isis, thank you once again. You have a good evening, and you be safe while you're driving in the rain there, okay? Thank you. So, All right. Florida. It's like oh, okay. already gone. <laughs> okay, exactly, exactly. All right, well, you have a good evening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Isis. What do you think, guys? Very nice, very nice young lady to talk to. You know, um, of course she, she's uh, well. We're twenty eight and up years old, and she's talking about watching SmackDown and when she was twelve, and that really makes me feel old. I was, I was going to say, SmackDown started when we were like eighteen years old. Yeah, you know, I wanted to ask her how old she was, but I, I didn't know if I should go there or not, you know. Her hand would have came through the phone and beat you where you stood, made you more injured than you already are. Oh, I know, I know. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I am glad, though, that I got out of the hospital in time to uh, to, to be able to interview her. Uh, yeah, she totally, she kind of touched on this, totally didn't sound like what we thought she would sound like. And she said, what did you expect? Meet her sound like this? And it, so that that was pretty comical. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, she sounds really cool. So, yeah, I'd like to have her back on down the road, you know. Yeah, um, whenever she becomes a big star. That's a big star. Sure. Right. You mean and a well, huge I, star. Right. I wonder if she ever gets tired of, you know, obviously she's a six foot nine lady girl. I wonder if she ever gets tired of people just always commenting on her. She knows, you know what, it, it's not... It's not a normal thing you see every day, so, you know, that's what people know me for. I'm just going to run with it. It's not like it's going to go away. I mean, she's right, seven foot right. tall, for right. heaven's sake, you know. I mean, right. not not like Frank's rash. That eventually will go away, but... I hope. <laughs> Stop drooling, Frank. Just keep on putting whoa, whoa, that whoa. ointment on the rash. It'll go away. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I Sorry, they... For her, I mean, she let's let's face it. She'd wipe out the women. I mean, she who who would be a challenge for her? She needs to find her own position in the WWE TNA. They need to make right. a different job just for her. She right. And it, it, and I wanted to bring this up, and I didn't get a chance to. I seriously wonder if that was part of the reasoning behind her not being called up for NXT, because she, you know, of course she's. Not like the other women. She's nothing like anybody's ever seen before. Even the biggest women in the industry, China. I don't know if you remember that Nicole Bass. You know, even them. The she, Amazon. Yeah, she towers um, over them. You know. I'll tell you what, for, go ahead. Uh, clearly, I'm not as marvelous as you. Continue. No, oh, okay. I, I was just gonna say, and I tell you what, too, for. And I don't want this to sound, you know, bad or wrong or anything, but for as big as she is, she looks good. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see that every day. I got a good uh, good idea for maybe using her character in wrestling. And, uh, you know, because she stands out. I mean, that that's obvious. But, uh, you know, the men, they might not let it happen, you know, she can't really be maybe competitive, or maybe the women, she's too dominant. What if she was like an enforcing referee? You know, these referees now, they're they're six foot JD, you know, and, uh, you know, get thrown out of the ring and injured the whole whole match. So why don't we put her oh, as a yeah. referee and see how that happens, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be, that, that would be interesting. And uh, I think once the show's over, I'm going to, uh, Shoot an email over to our, uh, our our contact with the FNW, and uh, you know, kind of see if maybe we can set something up for the near future. Oh, hey Matt. Yes. Uh, have you checked our uh, Ring the Bell uh, uh, email lately? Our hot sheet. That uh, um, yes. Uh, j- j- uh, not not to get back to it, but I know you don't want to hear this name too much. But uh, Joseph von Schmidt said uh, he will willingly come on our program next week. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, as you as you know, I did confront him at the uh, right. program. There's a uh, – and um, uh, I just lost my whole train of thought. Sorry, like a bug in my eye. Um, right, right. <laughs> but he well, did say – he he would be able to get on now. You know what we're going to do? We're going to let him uh, hang on the uh, edge of the string and be like, well, I don't know if we want you on now. Get right, right. Thing, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But uh, just real quick, and then we got to wrap up this week's show. Um, I just want to thank everybody uh, for the thoughts and prayers again uh, after being attacked uh, this weekend on Saturday evening and spending pretty much Saturday night and uh, half a, half of the day Sunday in the hospital. Uh, I just want yeah, to no, thank I'm glad everybody. You're okay. Yeah, I want to I want to thank and thank you to Frank and JD. I want to thank you for coming into the hospital after the show and checking up on me and making sure I was all right. Again, uh, you broken look, arm. You looked bad. I mean, you you were kind of in and out of consciousness, man. I mean, it's just I walked in, your whole left eye was pretty much almost swelled. And I mean, uh, it, uh, I can't even talk about it. Right. I mean, the the swelling. I'm starting to regain some vision out of my left eye. Right eye wasn't as bad, but it seems like the left side of my body, left eye was, you know, beaten pretty good. My left arm was broken. Um, so I'll be wearing a cast for probably, you know, they say on a short end, maybe three or four weeks. Right. So, uh, so we'll just see what happens with that. But you know what, JD, uh, again, I want to thank you guys. Thank our listeners. Uh, we've had some uh, comments left on our Facebook page. want to thank them for being concerned about me and, uh, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll find out who did it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get our own revenge, if you will. Right, right, right. So that. Do you have any closing words for this evening's show? No, uh, I think we pretty cleared it up. You know, glad you're well, and until uh, next time, guys. All right, man. Sorry to end the show on such a downer, but just want to give a progress report and. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll see what happens in the future for JD for the fabulous Frank. What's your what's your catchphrase, Frank? I'm fabulous, and yes, I, I am fabulous, always Frank. But I am always Frank, and that's the truth. There we go. I love it. We're gonna oh, get a boy. T-shirt made like that and put up on our website for you. I, I listen, guys. I want I want a percentage of the money that we sell on those T-shirts. Okay. Yeah, you should be honored that we brought you on to our show. So uh, just just oh, it's with my audience. Get to talk. Your audience, right? Yeah. Anyways, like Frank, I was keep, saying, keep talking like that, Frank. You're fired. Yeah. But that being said, um, go to our website, ringthebellradio.com, for all your merchandise, T-shirts. Uh, we're going to be putting a lot more stuff up there for men, women, children, and babies. So. Uh, just want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Isis for coming on the show. What a great show. Seems like a great, nice girl uh, coming on. Wish nothing for the best for her in the future. For uh, for JD, for the fabulous one, this is The Marvelous Matt, and you have been listening to Ring the Bell Radio.